Hey guys, it's Shay Matthews here from Natural Lifestyles and today I wanted to address a question that's come in and that question is how do I still be attractive and go out and pick up girls when I feel a sense of desperation and I feel like it's just not going to work or it's all overwhelming. Welcome to the Natural Lifestyles podcast with your hosts James Marshall and Liam McRae where we will be diving deep into the issues of modern masculinity, seduction, dating, lifestyle design, sexuality, psychedelics, you name it. This is the Natural Lifestyles podcast. Simple answer is stop believing in your own desperation and start believing in the process of where you're going and what's actually happening. Because really when we look at this idea of desperation, it's a combination of thoughts and feelings getting attached to each other, getting identified through the body into the action and then this kind of loop happening of like, I feel the feeling, I think the thought, therefore I am that thing and then it's gonna keep messing up my my flow or my mojo or my ability to act in the world. I know what you're talking about, it's a very difficult thing for guys, it's a very common thing, I've been through it myself. The way in which you counteract it is like I said, you stop believing in your desperation, but more importantly, you start believing in your process. Start believing in your aspiration. And that's what is gonna to start to pull you out of this. Think about how do you spend your time thinking? How do you spend your time feeling? How do you spend your time talking to yourself about this process that you're going through, about going out and being social, about being the man that you wanna be, about creating the life that you wanna live? Because if you're spending your time saying in your head that this is not going to work or this is going to be difficult or even if you're saying in, in, your, in your head, I really believe I'm going to go out and get this or I'm going to get great success or I feel really good about going out and having these kinds of interactions and then straight after you say that, you say, ah oh, yeah, but probably not or no, I don't really believe that. It's basically the same as standing in front of a mirror and saying, I love myself, no I don't, I'm a dickhead. I love myself, yeah, you're a fuckwit. It kind of starts to counteract the thing that you're doing because you're, you've got this conflict inside yourself, this kind of war of, of beliefs. Now, to break that stuff down basically takes therapy you're gonna to have to start doing therapy on yourself or seek the assistance of somebody to help you break that down through a therapeutic process and some really good basics for a therapeutic process that anybody can do at home is start looking at things like EFT which I'll make a video on again there's already one of my videos on EFT but I need to make some some new ones which I will and start breaking down what are these thoughts what are these feelings what are these stories what are these attachments that you're holding on to that keep creating this story of desperation and for some guys it's not desperation for some guys it's other feelings or other sort of packages of limiting beliefs that hold them back. But it's the same basic theory. Notice that you're doing the thing. Notice that you're creating this attachment to contraction and then those thoughts are going on top of that contraction and it's becoming a, a, a loop. And when you notice it, start to recognize that there is a very, very powerful part of yourself that is able to witness it and to disconnect from it and stop identifying yourself as that thing, as that complex, as that neurosis and start giving that thing, that neurosis or those feelings, more peace, more space, more love, more compassion, and start to train yourself in letting them go. Some other things you can look at that might be really good is things like trauma release exercises, where you hold certain stress postures in the body and the body starts to go through shakes and it releases things. Some other things are just straight up meditation, doing meditation, breath awareness, and starting to move into more awareness so you have more spaciousness in between your thoughts and your feelings and you're increasing your capacity to have more of a choice point in between thoughts and feelings and identifications when they're happening. Uh, some other things that are really useful is working with the breath. Now we introduce the idea of breath a lot on workshops. It's something that is fundamentally important. And one of the simplest principles of using breath to calm down the nervous system and to reprogram your neurology from a neurology of essentially fight, flight, and uh, you know adrenaline into more of 
of a, a neurology of curiosity and exploration and creativity and all of the positive uh, you know neurochemicals is to have rhythmic slow smooth breath very simple pattern is breathing in for four hold for four breathe out for four hold for four breathe in for four Hold for four, breathe out for four, and then hold for four. Keep doing that. It doesn't have to be that exact rhythm. You might just want to breathe in for four, then breathe out for four. We might breathe in for four, breathe out for six. Different patterns will have different effects on your neurology. They'll have different effects on your biology. But the fundamental thing is that if you keep breath rhythmic, slow and smooth, then you start to reprogram the way in which the brain and the body communicate with each other so that the, the resonance between your thoughts and basically your heart or the, you know, the primary rhythms inside the body start to become into synchronization and you start to relax a lot more. So you can use the breath whenever you need to calm yourself down and ideally be consistently using it. Start using breath practices just throughout your day while you're walking around. Another really simple hack that I use, I'm giving you lots of hacks here, is the five steps of getting into a relaxed state. The five steps to accessing effortless power. Number one is to ask yourself a question. Am I calm? If you're not calm, connect with your calmness. Choose calmness and get back into this perspective and the resonance of calmness as much as you can in that moment. The next question is, am I relaxed? If you're not relaxed, then actively relax. Notice, are you holding a weird facial posture? Are you holding stress and tension in your body? Drop it, relax. Do a little scan through the body. Choose relaxation. After you've done relax, ask, am I centered? Center means, are you in your belly? Are you feeling yourself connected to the ground? Feel the center, feel that point in, in behind your belly and start to cultivate the center of energy inside the belly. Feel that that is your physical center, it's how you move in the world. And that center is then connecting you into the earth. You can also work on the idea of center as being a column or a core inside yourself from the top of your head and the crown, straight through the middle of the body, down out through your perineum. And there's like a tube or a central core straight through you and you're tuning into that and feeling that. The idea in center is that when you're tuned into this principle of the core or into the point in the belly, it starts to centralize the awareness back into the place inside your body where you're much more able to give yourself the resources that you need rather than trying to get things from the world. Because a common thing that happens with guys is they have this tendency and this neediness to try and extend outside themselves to try and get something that they want. And when they extend outside themselves to try and feel better about themselves, they lose their connection with their center and then they feel vulnerable and they feel afraid and then they start to go into trauma or disappointment or frustration or anger because they feel like they're trying to give something. And especially if they don't get anything back, it's a negative kind of feedback loop. So get into the center. After the center is, am I sinking? So sinking means feel your feet on the ground, notice that you are grounded to the earth. There's a, there's a force of gravity that's moving through you and that force of gravity is actually pulling you down to the earth and you can trust it. You can have faith and trust in the integrity of the fact that you're connected to the earth. The last one is, am I extending my energy? Am I positively extending my energy? And what that means is, am I opening myself to the possibility of just being really present in the moment and expanding out into the world as a part of me as well? Because a big thing that happens with guys when they start to get into this feedback loop, and I see it a lot in the pickup world because guys tend to get in these feedback loops where I've got to learn pickup so that I can get good with girls so that then I can start to feel good about myself and then I can finally relax. 
And then what they're actually doing is moving out in the world with this idea that I need to go and clock up as many transactions as I can, pick up transactions, I need to collect pick up transactions, and then I'm gonna be good. Now that is, it creates a kind of a negative feedback loop. What we do to pop that out is we start to focus on interactions. So how about you just focus on interacting with the world? Interact with the fact that you're actually experiencing space and you're seeing and feeling the world around you. Interact with the fact that your body is calm, relaxed, centered and sinking into the moment, into the world. And it's able to relax into the world and experience the flow of interacting with the world. And then after you've got those five principles of effortless power starting to work with you, then you can start to just go into a bit more of a flow. And then what we taught, which we sorry, what we also teach on workshops, which is very important, is always warm up. Always be warming up, especially if you want to be outgoing and social all the time. So smile at people, wave at people, say hi to people, give people compliments. Not from a position of like, I'm gonna do this because this makes me more of a charismatic dude that now I can get the thing that I want, but to do it because you choose to do it. To do it because it's coming generally from you as a positive thing. It's, it's learning to detach from the neediness and the outcome aspiration of trying to be a better seducer or a more charismatic guy so that then you can prove that you're okay. Because that whole game is based on the assumption that there's something fundamentally wrong with you, that you're wounded and you need to work on yourself and fix yourself before you get permission to actually be okay. So this brings me to the next point, which is incredibly important point, which is that we want to start orienting ourselves back into a position of being able to create and able to feel good and confident in who we are in the moment and to detach from the outcome, detach from the neediness and like I said, to start to live from these kinds of interactions rather than transactions. And how we fundamentally start to do that is we recognize that core inside of ourselves and we start to relax into it a lot more and we start to allow it to become the primary driver. It's almost like we start to let go to ourselves, we start to open to ourselves and we start to let that come into the world. If you're doing all the things that I suggested, if you're doing the therapy on yourself on a consistent basis, so you start looking into what are the stories and the thoughts and feelings that you've been holding onto in the past that haven't been serving you, and you do resolutionary tactics like EFT or trauma release or meditation, or you get some kind of therapy or you do some kind of therapy on yourself where you're asking questions and unveiling the limitations and reprogramming them, then that's a good step. And then if you're then actively practicing things like you know embodying the states of calm, relaxed, centered, sinking, uh, extending your energy into the world, then you're very much on the right track. You're very much on a good track towards creating much more of a positive impact in the world around you. Then start warming up, start interacting with the world and come from that place inside yourself, your core, where you can be much more relaxed and trust in the faith of your ability to just show up and give yourself to the world. The more you can move in the world in a friendly state without needing to try and get something from the world, the easier it's going to be for you to start to have more positive results. And yes, you still need to work on all your tactics. You still need to work on things like your ability to open girls, your ability to connect with girls, your ability to escalate with girls, your ability to qualify with girls, your ability to touch girls and, and close girls, all those things. But start to recognize that when you release the fundamental attachment to doing all those things because you need to do it to prove that you're okay, then you'll start to get back to the place that is before the assumption of I'm desperate or I need to get this or there's something wrong with me. So another really core cool piece that you can use to help pop you back in before the problem starts 
is to ask yourself, who am I before my assumption of desperation? Who am I before my assumption of being wounded or worthless or unlovable or not sexy or whatever? And really start to contemplate what is it, what is it like to be, be before or outside or beyond or free from that concept and attachment to the idea of desperation. And then that'll start to show you that there's something or someone watching that process of identification to the desperation. And ideally, if you get the pop and you can be clear of it, then you can cut the attachment point to it. You can start to say, that thing is actually not me. This thought and feeling process that I'm identifying as me is actually not me. And therefore, I can just let it be there without identifying with it. And then I can start to work on all the other things in the background, which are actually more important. I can work on my aspiration. I can work on my levels of forward momentum. I can work on the good stuff that really matters in my life. And then the momentum of that's gonna take time. So that really rounds off the whole thing that I'm saying here back to you. You've got to trust in the process. You've got to have faith in the fact that you're on a journey and it takes time to keep doing this. And practically becoming a more effective, charismatic, seductive guy can take months. It can take months. It might even take years, but recognize that you should be getting pretty good results in a number of months by really applying all the right pieces of the puzzle. And also, uh, when you do that and you start getting feedback, then you're gonna start to see that, yes, this thing is actually building more and more momentum. And in time, you know, hopefully not that long, maybe a few weeks and maybe a couple of months, you start to develop abundance. You start to feel more abundant inside yourself. You give yourself permission to have abundance. And then ideally, you start attracting abundance. You start having people in your life. You start having women in your life. You start having basic interactions that are good or great interactions, or you have breakthroughs that equal, you know, things that you've never had before. And then you can start to give yourself permission of, yes, I do live in abundance, I am abundant. If you don't do that, then it doesn't matter how much success you have with women, you'll always be hungry. You'll always be trying to feed this bottomless pit of, of lack of abundance. I've known guys in the past that have literally fucked hundreds of women and still hated themselves and still not believed in the process and still thought like they had to go out and like hungrily like consume you know, intimacy and women and sex is this way to try and prove things to themselves. So. Whether you're in a state of desperation or you're in a state of just consuming uh, for the sake of consuming and not really feeling alive or fulfilled in the process, then you know you're out of balance and you've got to get back into the core and you've got to do those things I just said. Now there's a lot of good things in there that I just laid down as a framework. It's more than enough to get started. There should be pretty much an answer for everybody who's got some kind of level of desperation going on in that. Uh, any more questions, let me know and I can help refine that and unpack that for you. Because as you can tell, there's a lot of stuff here. I can't sit in front of a camera and give you all the gold in five minute clips. I have to go into personal levels with people. I have to take them through a journey that takes time. And then some of this stuff needs some repetition and some integration and maybe repeated sessions before it really starts to take hold in your life. I wish you gentlemen all the best. I send you my blessings. I hope that this hits home and touches the spot that you need it. Uh, make sure you subscribe and stay tuned for more awesomeness. Thanks so much for listening to the Natural, Natural Lifestyles, Lifestyles Podcast. Podcast. Check us out on YouTube at The, the Natural, Natural TV. TV. See you on the next episode.